welcome back to Recharge Radio, your one-stop spot to get spiritually recharged for your day. We want to get you thinking of your worship to God as a Christian. My name is Tim, and thanks for tuning in. Well, I hope you had a great weekend. As always, it is a privilege and honor to be able to worship the Lord with the local body. And before we start today's topic, let me ask you one question. Have you ever been worried? Has there ever been a moment where you were so consumed by anxiousness? Maybe there was an unpaid bill or a giant workload in front of you in the upcoming week, or even a tough conversation that you came away from. Sometimes people worry about the trivial things as well, like what they're going to eat for lunch or dinner, or what they're going to do to relax in the evening. And it seems that worry is something that everyone will be burdened with for the rest of their lives. But for the Christian, nothing could be further from the truth. Though we live in a society of worry, we are able to be steadfast in the Lord, trusting in His sovereignty and plan. There is always uncertainty about the next day, the next week, and the next month even, but we are able to take comfort in God. How do we know these things to be true for the Christian? Well, Scripture brings to mind a higher command than worrying. It is to put off the sin of worry and to put on a great hope in the Lord. So if you haven't guessed already, we'll be talking about rending worry in the life of a Christian. Those situations I talked about earlier, they can cause worry, allowing anxiousness to creep in and sink its claws into your mind. Other times, it will be frantically eating away at you, causing panic and outrage. And to be frank, worry in any Christian's life is inevitably going to make marks and leave scars. It frustrates true worship. It takes away lasting joy. It removes the confidence we have in the Lord. And that's why today's topic is called rending worry. Because worry can rupture, tear, rip apart, and shred a Christian's worship to the Lord. So let's turn to scripture. And today we'll be looking at Matthew 6, verses 25 to 34. And this is a great passage to be examining when talking about anxiousness in life. Now, it is a bit of a big passage, so we'll be taking it little by little. So let's start with verses 25 to 26. For this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air, that they do not sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they? What does our Lord and Savior say about worry? He says to not be worried about your life, not about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. And why are we not to worry? Because our life is more than about feeding ourselves or clothing ourselves. When we worry about our lives and what we are going to eat or drink or wear, we become disbelievers of God's word. And why is that the case? Why do we become disbelievers of God's word? That is because we are trying to take matters into our own hands. We are trying to resolve something with our own wisdom. There is no dependence on the Lord. 
The worry of these things cause us to focus on the current situation and ourselves, rather than focusing on how God is working through the situation. God's word cannot be farther from us when we are acting apart from it. For the believer, life is much more than the food we eat and the clothes we wear. Because we understand that life is about doing work for the kingdom and worshiping God. And even look at the example of the birds in the air. The Lord feeds them. They do not worry about their next meal or store up for the next day. Jesus asks this question, are you not worth much more than they? It is true that God cares for all of his creation, even the tiny birds in the air. But he does care for man the most. And this is made evident when we look at the intricate plan of salvation. No other creature is afforded this wonderful grace. And if we understand and believe that the Lord will provide for us, yet live a life that continues to worry, it proves us as disbelievers of God and his character and ultimately his word. If we are disbelievers of God, then how are we any different? from the unbelievers. Anxiety is a terrible sin, for no sin is small when it takes away the glory of God and takes away the worship of the Christian to the Lord. In the next few verses, Jesus says, And who of you by being worried can add a single hour to his life? And why aren't you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field which is alive today and tomorrow is thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. And so I asked earlier, have you ever been worried? I already know that we all have experienced worry in our lives in some shape or form, but think back to an exact moment in which you were worried. What did it accomplish? And the answer is nothing. It accomplished nothing. The mix of worry, panic, and fear may motivate us to work or finish something, but it is a poor motivator and devoid of worship to the Lord. Our Lord asks this question, Who of you, by being worried, can add a single hour to his life? And truly, when we worry, what are we really accomplishing? We do not add any more time into our lives. In fact, we lose time when we become worried. We are no longer slaves of righteousness, but become slaves of the current circumstance. Our worship ought to be dictated by the sure word. But when we worry... Our worship is dictated by the uncertain waves of anxiousness. The worship we offer to the Lord becomes dull and ineffective when we are so focused on the situation and not fixed on the Lord. And remember that God cares for all of his creation. And here we see that he even cares for the lilies of the field. And similar to what we talked about the birds and how they are fed, the lilies are clothed rightly then how much more will God care for us? Much more. So, remember, when we worry, we are those that Christ calls you of little faith. And when our faith is little, our worship is little. 
And so, what is the remedy for worry in our lives? The worry that so frequently rends our worship to the Lord. Let's take a look at the last few verses of the passage. Do not worry then, saying, What will we eat, or what will we drink, or what will we wear for clothing? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. One of the easiest solutions is this, to simply not worry and to seek first the kingdom of God. It is to pursue righteousness, to pursue holiness, to pursue Christ's likeness, and ultimately to live as a citizen of God's kingdom. And a citizen of God's kingdom is never anxious, for his hope is fully in God and his provision. Let us not forget our purpose as Christians, to glorify God and praise him forever. We shouldn't turn to the worries of the world, the worry of food, drink, or clothing, for we should have full confidence in the provisions God provides for us. Because again, when we focus on ourselves, on our situations, on our problems, and forget God, that is when anxiousness so easily creeps in. And on the flip side, when we focus on the Lord, His sovereignty, and His word, worry is the farthest thing from our minds, and it dissipates immediately like the morning mist. The Lord tells us not to worry about tomorrow and to trust in the Lord. This is a proactive remedy, meaning that we are to build up our pursuit of holiness so that we are able to respond rightly when anxiousness creeps in. And we'll be talking about mending hope next episode, highlighting what we are to do in the midst of our worry and anxiousness. And this is an episode that you don't want to miss. And to quickly recap, when we worry, we become disbelievers of God and slaves of our circumstance. So how do we put off the sin of worry in our life? We do it proactively by cultivating our pursuit of holiness, our trust in the Lord, and ultimately our worship to God. So let me ask this question again. Have you ever been worried? And let me ask, did you respond rightly? Now, Christian, is the time to build up your faith so that when worry and anxiousness comes, you quickly turn to the Lord and hope in Him. We do not want our faith to be little, and we do not want our worship to be little, so let us trust in the Lord. So rather than worry about the next day, take time to think about how you want to grow in your holiness today. And if you need any ideas, we talked about a life of worship in December, so take some time to listen to those episodes to increase in your faith and your worship to the Lord. Thanks for tuning in to Recharge Radio today. I pray that you are encouraged and think about your worship to God. As always, if you have questions or comments, send them our way at rechargeradio at rgcst.com. And this is Tim, signing off until next time.